Well, 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 looky <laughs> here. The boys yeah, still yeah, yeah. work. Mm-hmm. What is going on? How y'all doing? It's a Wednesday. It's yes, a new it release Wednesday. Uh-huh. It's a day without anything on Disney Plus for us to uh, to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we thought, why the hell not? Let's get some PS Comics I Love You in you. What is up? Uh, as always, my friends, welcome. It's, again, this is PS Comics I Love You, the official pop culture podcast of Caribbean Broadcasting. Yeah, I yep. am one of your hosts. I am Kevin Pillow, a.k.a. Hey, the Voice of Reason, at Voice yes, of Reason 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, well, on my screen, he's to my right. Well, technically to the, he's over <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is the Dark King, J.R. Kambakungan, a.k.a. AKA DK. How you doing? Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny. He always catches me at the gym going, hey, want to record tonight? And then I caught him at the gym yesterday. What yep. were you working on? Chest, chest, chest every day. Chest every day. It's yeah. never leg day. Uh, I've, I have uh, I've messed up my knee oh, a couple of days ago. I think I told you that, actually. Was it the it shoulder the... or the chest that was hurting last week? Uh, it was both. Because I've I've had this recurring knee injury on my right knee for mm. years now, right? And so I've been meaning to get it checked out, or not just checked out, but just trying to let it heal properly. And so yeah, every little thing just kind of fix it. Just being older too just sucks. Sucks like a mother. But yeah, yeah chest day today uh, was yesterday. I was out of the gym for about five days because of the knee. It was it was hard to walk. Um, yeah, so I just kind of went pretty hard on it. I. I uh, benched 365 for one and then 355 for two for two. Yeah. Not bad. And then and then I just did the, just usual bench stuff. Uh yeah, usual chest stuff around the around the gym. I've been trying to do a lot more cardio too. Same sense of like just yeah, trying to get like you know up and mobile, man. I gotta try uh I got a family member getting married in the end of the year and uh your boy is a, a groomsman, so I gotta try to lose some weight before then, man. Try to get try to find a good tux and everything. So there you go. Uh mm-hmm. also not JR Comics 42 uh on Instagram. Instagram. Uh he posts more. There he posts a lot of cool stuff, uh, including some of the upcoming sales on his uh mm-hmm. on his eBay or whatever auction mm-hmm. site mm-hmm. he's using these days. Um but oh yes, I am gonna be posting a lot of stuff that I think you might even want to get in on. Uh, like, they have dude. to, mm-hmm. but uh your boy um, mm-hmm. has started a new Instagram account. Yeah. Don't worry. At Voice of Reason is still there. Um, <laughs> I've seen it. I decided to uh, to take a take a page out of Candace's, your sister's pay, uh, uh, book, and I yep. started a, a food page. Um, yep. I'm still going to post the occasional thing on on uh, on my Voice of Reason 23 page, uh, but I'm going to be in more detail, give some instructions and kind of the ingredient palette of what I do with my smoker. I've really taken to um, doing this, this grilling thing and mm-hmm. I have a lot of fun with it. My kids are now kind of getting involved with it. My wife loves it because it's me cooking, not her. Um, <laughs> so no, yeah, I'm just going to say this. I'm just, I'm just going to say this, bro. I hate you. Okay. You, you post all the, you, you post all this stuff. You send me all these damn pictures, but you don't send me food. There will be a day in the very near future that I will cook for jr yeah. because the boy has cooked for me and he was an amazing mm-hmm. cook we've talked about this before we will do a food episode i think yes, it, we will i think it's gonna be when we go to the asylum because i think when when the asylum kind of reopens oh, like mm-hmm. no mask no whatever yeah. it's um yep. 
op- full opening day, we're going to do some cool stuff uh, yeah. at the asylum. What, I, might, I might bust out the grill. Uh, Kevin, real what, quick, is, what is your what is your Instagram handle actually? What was that Instagram handle? At BBQ of Reason twenty three. Uh, so yeah, I kind of kept it simple. Um, I will add it to my link tree on uh, Voice of Reason twenty three, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, as well as. By the way, speaking of which, we're full on content creators. We've got a link tree, bud. Uh, head over to PS Comics. I love you on Instagram uh, or any of our social media pages. You go to the profile. Uh, section and the link to our website is our link tree which will give you all the links you need if you're on facebook you need to get to our instagram click the link tree you're on Mm. instagram you need to get to twitter because that's a pain in the ass to get to click the link tree we'll have our youtube Mm. our twitch page and any any anything new coming up um including uh, maybe sales coming up we'll we'll link both of our pages on ps comics i love you um including jr's um uh, his his oh, Amazon uh, page. Maybe we'll yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll throw up the eBay page. Get some yeah. ducats for uh, old uh, Jr. Here because he I says did. he's not going back to the asylum until he starts selling stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. I just I just sold my last nine eight uh, Venom three. Yeah, first appearance of Null. Nice. I just I just sold. You had I had like of those. I had six, bro. I had all. I had six. They all nine eight. I sold all of them. That I had sold. I just sold my last one today. At the cheapest I've ever sold it was today, because I was a dumbass and sold it. Like I sold it. Uh, the ending date was like early in the morning, and then you know people would like to see that earlier in the midday. So that was my fault. But overall, I got a good. Uh, I sold it. I shipped up to its new uh, to its new owner, and yeah, man, pretty happy about that, dude. That's good. Uh, yeah. Hopefully well, some more stuff, man. Speaking yeah, of new stuff, uh, social yeah. media platforms right there, right below us if you're watching the video feed and you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook Watch or even on Twitter. That's right. I said you can watch us on Twitter. You yep, can actually watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash PSComics. I love you. And for those wondering, yes, your boy, the producer, done fucked up. I have to click a little button in the settings. It's like hidden like four pages deep to save past videos so if you're wondering hey kevin hey jr we went to your twitch page and it's empty what the hell none of my none of my previous uh uh um streams on twitch saved on voice of reason on true voice of reason 23 and our last two episodes which were on our twitch page for ps comics i love you did not save either so which is fine anyway What's yeah, up? It's okay. It's fine anyway because like um I know Twitch is doing this thing where like it only saves up to two it only archives about two months anyway. Which is which is fine, but yeah. I, I want to make it available. But if you if you do miss out on on Twitch, and like I said, we yeah. are gonna do a lot more. Uh JR's got the login now. Um and, and like I said, mm-hmm. it could be anything we might pop on for some for some Pokemon Go. He might log on and do some cyberpunk. Yeah, we might I'm just... go on some some Spider-Man mm-hmm. Miles Morales. You never know yep, what's yep. gonna show up on our Twitch page. I just started um uh, thank you for segueing that. I uh, the 1.5 patch for Cyberpunk just came out. The new patch is actually the um, the next gen patch. Yeah, I played it late last night. Totally honest with you guys, the initial uh, presentation it looks good. Uh, but the uh, there was like certain performance um, options you can do right. You could do yeah. the 4K, uh, like you know rate ray tracing performance, or you could do like the 60 frames per second. I did the 4K. Or I did the ray tracing performance at first. It looked like trash. It looked like the first, like day one Cyberpunk for the PS4. It looked that bad in the sense of like how bad, bad it looked, right? 
and then I think they upgraded. I think they did a hot fix sometime today because I just booted up like a couple hours ago, man. It looked better. It looked really, really good. I, I feel like if this was the game that came out for the PS5 or even PS4 last year, I would have been happy. It would have been the game of like that I thought it would have been, right? But like it would have been like at least a solid eight to nine for me. Because I know what the game is going for now. I'm gonna restarting the whole thing. Hopefully I can, you know, boot up on Twitch, talk to you guys, say what's up. It looks fun. I mean, like it, it's it's fun. It is really, really like they uh the the biggest thing for me is that they're really trying to do the PS5 version of it. Yeah. Where it it does the adaptive triggers, it does the the dual sense controller. You know, you know, going over bumps, I can feel that in the controller. The um, <clears throat> the system, the um, the suspension system feels really good on the controller. Like trying to uh, trying to hold back on my gun and aim down the sights, and like the the trigger release every time I take a shot, it looks feels really good. I'm like, oh snap, they actually started trying, and I enjoyed that. And so playing the PS5 version, I love that. Hopefully, I mean, uh, hopefully I can and will. Uh, post it on Twitch and um, probably do a uh, a cool Cyberpunk 2077 stream. Maybe sometime those uh, late at night where I'm just tired <laughs> or when I'm just, you know, up and just, you know, whatever. I'll just play it a couple bit. But yeah, man, it's fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. There's a couple of games out right now. I got to still show with my, my guy here when we are able to, you know, get together, you know, for my PS5 and, you know, have him test it out, man. But it's it's a good time. It's a fun time. And I am excited to replay the game. You know, it's 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 one of the games that I I, I I did check out some of like the previews when we talked about this back in our um one of our first video game episodes um back in like two thousand shoot almost been twenty twenty. Um but uh I was looking forward to it. I I looked at some of the the, the the demos and I looked at some of the previews and I was just like this looks like it could be cool, but I wasn't hundred percent sold on it. And uh yeah. So good to know that there's again. It was a very glitchy game early yeah. on. A lot of issues. Oh. I'm glad to see that they are taking full effect of uh, their patches and stuff like that. Um, two things too for video game notes. I'm I'm going to go through some of my my news and notes real quick and bring it to our main topic, main yeah. topics. Um, mm -hmm. We got to get to uh, news and notes. Talk about game um, uh, patchwork. Um, Nintendo Switch had a huge update come out this past week um, for their system. And mm -hmm. I don't have the details on it, but I do know that the big game right now available on Nintendo Switch is, of course, Pokemon Legends Arceus. The game is phenomenal. Probably the best Pokemon game ever created. It's an open world. It's basically, to me, JR, is a combination of the old Pokemon games. Uh, it has that, that detailed story. It has a really good story, like if you're, if you're familiar with the main series game, like Pokemon um, Ruby uh, was back in, I think, in the early 2000s, has mm -hmm. the open world gameplay and the kind of the uh, fourth person, or what do you call it, the uh, uh, third person, where you're kind of behind the character. It has the third person uh, uh, gameplay like um, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is the open worldness of it looks a lot like Legend of Zelda. Um, okay. Uh, what's it called? Um, Oh, Breath the of the Wild. One. What's that? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, great game, but there's got a lot of really good patchwork. Just doing what a good game developer should do, and that is addressing the problems. They they yeah. saw the checklist, the, the minor checklist of issues in the first two weeks of this game, and Nintendo and Game Freak were like, let's fix it. Get on it. And they fixed it, and it's it's running. I didn't notice any problems, but they, they did run that update. So that is also available out there, guys. 
Um, real quick, again, some news and notes. We're just gonna yeah, kind of plow through it. Um, was announced earlier today. HBO Max and James Gunn are going to make Peacemaker season two. That's good news for you fans of the very rated R TV show on HBO Max. It's hilarious. It's a little weird, but it's hilarious. Good, good writing. Just great writing. Sure. Um, yeah. The um, oh, speaking of which, I got my I got something in from Eat from Amazon today. I spot mm-hmm. about my smoker, uh, and it ties into my next story. For those of you on watching a video, probably know what this Y means. This Y stands for the Yellowstone Dutton Ranch, the uh, the the fictitious ranch in the hit TV show Yellowstone, on uh, which is you can stream on Peacock and on Paramount, the Paramount Network. Um, it was renewed officially last. I think it was last week. It was announced that it's been officially renewed for season five, and mm-hmm. when it will air, we do not know. It will go into production in May. And then last night, Viacom, CBS, Paramount, whatever you want to say, the Paramount Plus Network dropped a massive info dump, uh, which include which is all about Tyler Sheridan, Taylor Sheridan, Tyler Sheridan, whatever his name is, yeah. uh, the creator of Yellowstone in 1883. It was announced that there were multiple new shows being released Yo. on. It's going to be released on Paramount Plus. Some are spinoffs of the new hit show featuring Jeremy Renner, uh, mayor, uh, mayor of Kingstown. Um, that's been a, a smash hit for uh, Paramount Plus. Yellowstone, of course, like we said, season five in the near future. New episodes ordered for 1883, which has been the first Yellowstone spinoff series, which features the Duttons move from the south towards um, the uh, the Pacific Northwest along the Oregon Trail. Great show. They also announced another spinoff show, in, um, in not uh, the aforementioned four sixes which is going to be um based in texas but they also announced 1932 which will be another um generational gap with the dutton family uh Mm -hmm. there was also some other shows coming out um including the uh the king of tulsa which will feature um uh oh my gosh sylvester stallone uh, about a crime boss who was put in jail uh for life and then was paroled only to move to Tulsa, Oklahoma and become the crime lord of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Sounds pretty interesting. Um, and again, it's from Taylor Sheridan, uh, his writing and his creation, like I said, starring Sylvester Stallone. There's a lot of other stuff we'll get to, but it just goes to show, uh, JR, as big as Dave Filoni and John Favreau have become in Disney+, Plus, Tyler yeah. Sheridan has become massive for Paramount+. Plus. We'll go through the, the huge info dump <laughs> in the near future. One second. I apologize. Go right ahead, bro. Just for reference sake, I'm pretty sure people know I'm a huge Laker fan. Okay. Right? What happened? There's leg game going on right now, and Anthony Davis just got injured again. Oh, no. And it looked pretty fucking bad. And <laughs> I'm, I got my cousin. I'm pretty sure the, like, the, the, the beep beeps from me. And so it's just my cousin just yelling, what the hell? Yeah, sorry. It's 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 a horrible segue, and I can't I don't want to think about it. Man, I just, uh, just well, injury, injury ridden season again. Uh the uh, the well one person's good news is another person's bad news. Uh mm. for those of you who are wrestling fans, it was announced yesterday that Cody Rhodes, the oh. co-founder of all Elite Wrestling, AEW, 
has left the promotion. Um, Cody Rhodes, along with um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, uh, helped yeah. co-create AEW um, mm-hmm. back in 2019. Yep. Um, Cody's wife, Brandy, was the chief branding officer um, for the organization. But a mutual uh, separation between Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes was met yesterday. And Cody is now a free agent and has no financial ties to the organization. This sent ripples through the wrestling industry. Cody Rhodes, now a free agent, and most likely will, as they say, head north to sign and just re-sign with Vince McMahon and WWE. Of course, the last time Cody Rhodes was in WWE, he was playing a character called Stardust, which was a spinoff of his real-life brother, Brother. Dustin Rhodes' character, Gold Dust. Dustin Rhodes still in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, this, again, this was, was a shocker throughout the, the wrestling world. So, um, yeah. but yeah, that is, that's crazy. It, it is crazy. And, uh, it's like I said, it's only a matter of time. Uh, the rumors saying that Cody Rhodes could appear on WWE TV as early as elimination chamber, which I think is this weekend in Saudi Arabia, or they could save him for the big, uh, reveal in at WrestleMania in Dallas or the night after WrestleMania, which is usually when big surprises happen. On the, yeah. mon- the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, but again, nothing's official yet in regards to Cody signing with the WWE. But he has left AEW. That's insane. It, they mu- they must they must have paid him a pretty freaking penny. Here's the thing: is what happened is he wanted more money, and um, the stories that I'm hearing is this: and and, and take the dirt sheets for for a grain of salt. Um. Cody created AEW along with the Young Bucks and and yeah. and, and Kenny Omega to create yeah. a difference maker in the professional wrestling, much like yeah. WCW was in the the nineties. And Tony Khan backed them backed them with the money. Of course, he's the billionaire co owner or is the the yeah. billionaire um, son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Um, and uh, they got the deal with with TNT, which was massive. You know, wrestling hadn't been on TNT since 2001 when WCW went out of business. Yep. And uh, yeah, they like, co-created this. Well, I guess Tony Khan, when he became more of a forefront character with AEW, it kind of kind of didn't sit well with with uh, with Cody, and they just they just didn't mesh. It just something happened, and it was uh, just a mutual idea just a mutual agreement to, to separate and again okay. but i said this is this is massive because he was a co-founder of aew along with kenny omega yeah. and the young bucks you, you want to talk about yeah i've been not i haven't been going too grossly into aew man but you want to talk about the four pillars right yep the original four pillars that's one of them yeah cody rhodes and i just remember hearing stories and like uh, listening to either podcasts or like listening to his interviews about why he left and it was always about like like disparaging remarks, not just events, but like just like how they're getting paid, the amount of work that I put through just to get to the event. They were getting paid for certain things. They were seen as you know contractors, but then the same time they had looked at as employees. It was just w- this weird ongoing thing where like he thought that yeah, AEW's gonna be different. We want to he want to do all these things, and like it's crazy how just times change, man. Like it's a big indicator of like just how things happen, and you have to and you and you and you take over what it is, and you you have to adapt. And as I don't know what he saw, I don't know what what Tony saw, but hey, it's it's a hopefully there was some good to come out of it. 
Because if, if Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes could come back to WWE. And as Vince Cody Mc... Rhodes, that would be massive. Would Vince McMahon still there at the helm? After all those remarks that was said about him? I'm like, oh, okay, man, that's kind of crazy, bro. So he either he's either Cody Rose either a great businessman or Vince offered him something he couldn't refuse. And I think that's what it's gonna boil down to. And for those who mm. don't, don't know, the very first pay-per-view for AEW, which was called All In, yeah. um <clears throat> was uh featured Cody and his brother Dustin in a no holds barred match. And Cody started off his entrance by destroying a throne very similar to that of Triple H's King of Kings throne from WrestleMania uh, a few years back. And, uh, and of course, he's like, oh, there's nothing meant by it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, come on, bro. Like, you had iron crosses all over. That's 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 Triple H's signature yep. insignia. So anyways, uh, leave us a comment in, in the comment section below. We'll, we'll get back to you guys about that and makes it. I definitely want to do a, re- a pod- wrestling podcast <clears throat> or a wrestling-themed version of this podcast, and we'll probably do it as we get closer to WrestleMania, which will be in Dallas. Of course, don't forget, in 2023, it will be in Los Angeles at SoFi mm. Stadium, which, by the way, was the home mm. of Super Bowl 56. And for the second year in a row, the Super Bowl had the home – how it was given – I'm sorry, a team in the Super Bowl had home field advantage – the Rams had it this year. Tampa Bay had it last year. The Arizona yep. Cardinals are going, yeah, boy, let's keep that streak alive. And the Raiders in two years? Come on. Maybe we'll see. Um, the Rams I, I defeated, got, What's up? Yeah. I got to say, SoFi Stadium looks like, honestly, for me, it probably looks like the best stadium ever. There are a it lot of people really freaking good, that, that say that it is, it's very aesthetically pleasing. It's very um, – Very it's, modern. It's a very modern, very gorgeous stadium um, on the outside and kind of co- a little bit cookie cutter on the inside. But mm-hmm. again, that, that screen is is uh, undeniable. Um, now, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but as mm-hmm. the famous, as we want to talk about a little wrestling reference in the famous words of Arn Anderson, toot toot. Um, a lot of people actually say that Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas is mm-hmm. the best-looking stadium in the NFL. But I don't know. Uh, we'll determine it in a couple of years. But SoFi is nice. I've been to University of Phoenix Field, which is in Arizona, which is where the Super Bowl will be next year, and saw the Super Bowl there uh, back in 2007. It's a great stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to Carolina, which was just a fun, good look, just a simple outdoor stadium. Um I, the Qualcomm I back in the day was a freaking yeah. dumpster fire. <laughs> I mean, I could have went to, I I should have went to the SoFi Stadium when um when a uh, when a um, I'm gonna I'm gonna expose myself here when a BTS concert was there for a couple weekends. Dude, you've, uh, you've exposed yourself multiple times both here and on social actually. media about being a BTS fan. Hey man, BTS is fucking awesome, dude. So uh, bang ten boys, bung ten boys. But yeah, like I could have went there just just check it out. But like I've seen the inside of SoFi everything looks hella fucking modern. It reminds me very much of the new, um, the new stadium too, that for the, uh, we're going state warriors, super modern, super like upscale. It's right by it's like, it's Oakland. So it's damn near across the Bay. And it looks really, it, it, honestly, it looks very, very, very modernized. I will, I'm hoping to get to see a Rams game sometime in the future. I want to go see Rams game last year, man. But of course, COVID. And all yeah, that, it, yeah. It was funny. was the day, um, 
the day I, I tested positive for COVID, I was actually supposed to go to a Rams game back in December between them and the Seahawks. Um, I found out the night before and I was just like, uh, I was like, I told the guy who was one of my, uh, a customer of mine. And I said, like, I just, I, I can't do it. I can't get the time off of work. And then I end up being sick the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, the Los Angeles Rams defeat the Cincinnati Bengals 23 to 20. I was rooting for the Bengals. By the way, this Rams. marks three straight rounds of the playoffs, three straight rounds of the playoffs where all the games were decided by three points or less. Yep. Fabulous playoffs. This might actually get me to, to re-watch the NFL. I've been uh, out of yeah, touch man. with the NFL for probably close to about five it's, or six years now. Bro, it's probably it's probably been one of the most exciting playoff like seasons. This, I've... This, yeah, this could be one of the best playoffs, yeah. period. Period, dude. And and even then, I mean there really wasn't a whole lot of ugly games. Mm-mm. Um everything was super exciting. Yeah, the, the uh, even the Raider Bengal game was entertaining and close but the uh, the uh the one particular ones the uh the freaking tom brady's last game against the rams yeah Buc- the Buc- that was a pretty great yeah, was... that just the, oh my god that was a beautiful game the uh the game where it was cincinnati versus uh versus kansas that was a crazy game oh it was like to cr- a bunch of like it was if if <laughs> if the nfl really wanted to get back their viewership per se even though like okay they dropped from like a hundred million to like sixty million, whatever. But like, still, it's their viewership is insane. It and is, that is that is one way to get people back. And granted, you know, you know streaming is gonna be a different thing now. You get people stream on not just in cable, but a lot of those a lot of those viewership comes from cables stuff. But like streaming on like NFL sites on different websites yeah. here or there. Like Amazon is gonna be streaming getting it's gonna be yeah, streaming been, NFL games. They've so, been doing that for the last couple of years, but I really hand it to NBC. Is um, really and truly, you know, being in a market here that has an NBC affiliate with mm-hmm. NBC Palm Springs, um, they really didn't promote. You know, they really pushed watch it on Peacock. They really pushed the streaming. So, yeah, hands to NBC. Um, they've really been lackadaisy with the Olympics, and I know it's it a very controversial up. Olympics. Yeah. Um, but uh, they don't. They they hit a home run with the streaming. Um, you know what's on, up, on Peacock. Um, the, like I said the Rams defeat the Bengals twenty three twenty marks the, the first championship for the Rams since they moved from St Louis to L A. and their first Super Bowl win in three attempts since moving back to L A. in two thousand and sixteen. I thought they'd only been to the Super Bowl once before since moving to L A. Okay, three. Um, they, they, they lost to Brady twice. Uh, they lost one in 2016, and no, oh no, they lost. Yeah, they lost Brady twice. That was it, and okay. then they won this one. Uh, first championship for Matthew Stafford, Odell Beckham Jr., Von Miller, uh, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Co- Cooper Cup, and Andre Ooh. Whitworth, as well as many more. Cooper Cup, um, who you easily could have split between him and and, and Aaron Donald oh, as the MVP, yeah, he, does oh, take home yeah. the MVP. Um, the guy had a phenomenal year. Uh, mm-hmm. Won the triple crown for receiving. Was the a- NFC Offensive Player of the Year, yeah. and um, one year with Stafford, one year with Stafford, and he's unlocked like this. Yeah, so Come triple on. crown MVP, Super Bowl champion, and the Super Bowl MVP. Three things that it uh, that the that he did in one year that took Jerry Rice an entire career to do. 
Thanks. So Bro, Cooper Cup has all my respect in the world. And the guy was banged up too. He was hurt. He was out of the game yeah. earlier in the game and came oh, back. Oh yeah, they touched um, him up like a mother. They touched him up crazy. The yeah. of course the big takeaways from the game not always the game. This year, arguably the most talked about, and there is no doubt about it. I dare you to challenge me on this. Because mm. a day later on YouTube, it was still the number one trending thing on the internet. Yep. And that is the Pepsi halftime show. Oh, Snoop yeah. Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and yes, $1. I mean, 50 cents. Um, oh, man. Bat cent, Out. bat 50, 50, uh, 50 man, whatever you want to call them. Uh, that was a shocker. That was pretty cool. But I know everyone mm. wants to say, oh, it was fat 50 cent. Uh, why was he hanging upside down? Blah, 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 blah. It oh. was cool. Um, and yeah. then I just, there let were, me, I, had me... my, I had my criticisms. I, mm. I had my likes. Um, I, I almost, I almost hate to say this. And you're, mm. this is going to be controversial in your Let's eyes. Just say it. I would have eliminated Kendrick Lamar. Really? And I probably would have eliminated Mary J. Blige. And I like Mary. Mm. I like the song she sang. Mm. I've been a fan of hers since back in the day. And it's cool that she is she joins an elite group of people who have been in the, who has performed at the Super Bowl more than once. Mm. Um, she performed back in 2000 or 2001 with NSYNC, Aerosmith, Britney Spears, and Nelly. Yep. Um, and, uh, I, I just, I guess I'm not a big enough Kendrick Lamar fan to mm. get it, Okay, but mm. take just, just for shits and giggles, okay. take those two out mm. and tell me what you're left with. And that is epic. I mean, you come okay. out, you come out swinging with next episode, mm. a song I did not think they were going to perform and just... There was a lot of songs I thought they weren't going to come up with. I mean, Just, California Love, California, yeah, of course. Welcome. To I knew. Love. See, that was the only one. They they were going to play California Love, and they were going to play. They they had to play still Dre. They still had to play mm-hmm. still Drake. Those yep. are the two guaranteed. They, yep. they you can't have that and with that, that piano intro. You can't have it. Mm-hmm. So you you start off with um with the uh, next episode. Yep. They go into um uh kind of like a little hybrid. And yeah. then they went into California Love, which California was Love. amazing. And yes, there were yeah. a ton of rumors that there was going to be a Tupac hologram. Hello. Um, that was amazing. Uh, even to the point where, um, what is his name? Sway from Shade yeah. 45. Yeah. Um, kind of hinted that he saw a hologram <laughs> in a Monster. rehearsal. No. It could have been a swerve, but... Um, there's been rumors about the, the hologram for, for weeks upon wow. months. Yeah. And it wasn't going to just be one hologram. It was going to be two. Um, there was supposed to be Tupac and easy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to do easy. I, I thought they were going to do, um, um, uh, what's his name, dude? He's the regulators. Oh, a DMX. No, 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 no. Regulators. Oh, he was, he's also from the Bay. He, um, Nate dog. Oh, yeah, I had heard that, too. No, the two I had heard was because they wanted to do California Love, so they wanted Tupac. Mm -hmm. And then they needed Easy e because Ice Cube was going to perform, and they were going to try to bring back NWA. Um, But it just, you know what? It was great. Um, Like you said, 50 Cent thing was was huge. 
Mary J does um, Family Affair, yeah. uh, then performs a and new song, and then M comes out and kind of hints that he's going to do... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was Kendrick Lamar. I'm sorry. Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And what were the songs he did? He did two songs, right? Yeah, he did... Um, he did... Um, um, uh, I forgot. The, the second song is... Uh, uh, he did um, Don't Kill My Vibe, I think. And he the second one was... Uh, uh, we gonna be all right. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, we are gonna be all right. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, the reason why he brought the reason why Kendrick was in there is because he's an Eastland. He's a he's a West. He's a West Coast boy. He's he's from Compton. He's from Compton. And the the big the big significance of all of them coming up is that it's in Oakland. You have to. It's 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 one of those things where it's you have to have him on there. Granted, if you had Easy on Easy E on there or even um E40, it would have been a bigger homage because it's Oakland. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you would have to have Kendrick on there because that's this the young bump coming on. I would, yeah. I felt like for me, it was yeah, top five instantly for me, top five Super Bowls of all time. Uh, I thought though that they were going to have a lot more newer stuff because Dre, Dr. Dre did release a, a, a an album, quote unquote, on <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto online, yeah, where he did a bunch, where he did a bunch of songs with a lot of people there, right? He did a song with Eminem, he did a song, he did a song with um Anderson Pack. Who was the drummer for the who the, who was the drummer for uh for the whole, pretty much the whole performance yeah yeah the whole performance right and like people know Andrew Pack for he he's with Silk Sonic he, he sings with Bruno Mars <clears throat> and I thought and but Dr Dre did a song with Andrew Pack Buster uh and uh, Andrew Pack not Buster Rhymes was it Buster Rhymes it was Buster Rhymes and um another person I thought that was gonna be a thing because those songs are freaking great if I I, I always uh I. I I hope people listen to that that track, man. That track is freaking great. It was it was one of those things where like, okay, cool. You had to play the you had to play the hits. Yeah, you know, you had to play the golden hits. You know, still uh, still Dre. I would have thought they would have. I, I thought they would have played. Forget about Dre, right? With him and Eminem, I would have been okay with that instead. That's what they tease. Okay, they they when Eminem when they went from Kendrick to Eminem and he busted yeah. out of the stage, he started to play Forgot, forgot about, about Dre. Dre. Yeah, I that and was then happen. went. Like almost like nah, and then went into lose mm. yourself. And we dissected the playlist of what these five artists, yeah, were going to possibly perform, and think, okay, you get a crossover. It's it's going to be not only are you, um, not only are you got to get the the hip hop audience, which let's face it, it's typically people of color, um, yeah. mostly mostly African American male. Uh, but you have to get that crossover. You've got to get me and I, I like hip hop, but I'm more of a pop hip hop. Like I like what's popular. I, I, there are some deep cuts that Mm -hmm. I enjoy. Um, I, uh, it's, you have to get that Joe, you have to get that middle America and how are you going to get middle America with hip hop? So I thought they were gonna play more hits, which they did. Um, I honestly, I was really shocked that they didn't go with, um, uh, the um, the Black Panther song by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I know. I thought they're. It's it's funny because I understand why he went that way. Like there are a lot. There were a lot of um after what happened. There were a lot of things behind the scenes where they where they were told not to do, and a lot of things were switched up. Right. Like, I think uh, because um because one of the lines for Kendrick Lamar right uh, for um we're gonna be all right was um and we hate Pope Poe killing uh killing you know uh us in the streets for a show. He wasn't supposed to say that <laughs> on, on like, but he said that out loud. But he did, yeah. And then um, and so, even Dre well, said, 
in one of the songs he goes i still got no love for the police you know so they, yeah. they left some stuff in there it's so it's it's the significance of where they're at it's oakland you know it's majorly a uh, majority of the of the crowd well i can't say majority but like a good portion of the crowd is, you know of course african-american yeah uh, a lot of the top influencing uh a lot of the top quote-unquote influencers right that were there uh, a lot of the people in you know high figureheads are african-american yeah. of course and so these uh it's more so like i understood why kendrick Lamar was there of course dr dre snoop's gonna be that i thought they're gonna do gin and juice totally honestly i was gonna do gin and juice that would been fine with me i i i, I think that was another one that they kind of teased in transition there was a couple of songs that they kind of teased yeah. um i know that when they teased in when they went into steel still uh still dre still dre. yeah still dre um that they they teased i think there was a, a tupac song that they kind of teased yeah it was so. i uh and i mad at you dun, 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 yeah dun. It yeah it's uh people a lot of people know that song that particular um beat for uh the uh uh what's the what's the other song that i sample of like it's a it's an r&b song i can't think of it and uh don't leave uh don't leave me girl that uh that was i forgot from who uh but yeah the uh that particular song was referenced um I am mad at you from Tupac. And then of course Eminem took a knee. He they were also wanted to do that as well. And uh well, good on him. Okay, Th that was debunked. Uh the NFL came out later and said that he had done it in multiple yeah. rehearsals. Okay. And I guess one of the executives from the NFL came up to him and said, like, and he thought they were gonna tell him not to do it. And he's like, Do you not want me to do this? And he goes, no, go ahead. He goes, good, because I was still going to do it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, yeah. that's the Eminem we know. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, which is, I'm, I'm happy about that he did that. Like, and I and understand. It wasn't obscene. It wasn't like because no. you thought it was part of the act, and so I, I, I understand the significance of him doing that. Right, he was the only, I guess, only white, white dude there. He was the only white guy there actually taking the knee, and uh, while at the same time, it was, it's supposed to be a, it was supposed to be a significance of like you know. Of black history it's february yeah <laughs> right and this is this is musical this is black music in history and so i understand that significance so, all right cool it was, overall though yeah i think it's top two it's it's, it's my, it's my, my second two. favorite it's my second favorite all the time uh my number one is still michael jackson that set the precedent for what we know now as a halftime show yeah. this one was my number two and yeah for believe it or not, NSYNC and Aerosmith put on a damn good show. It was a great show. We rewatched it with my kids a couple of weeks ago, mm. and even them, they were entertained by it. Um, you can't deny Prince was an mm. amazing concert in the rain. Mm. Oh. Um, and apparently he was sick too. Yeah. Um, and um what was another one that was really good? I texted you a whole list. It was like Bruno, top five. Bruno, Bruno Janssen and Coldplay. Those were to me. Those were kind of weak, um, in my yeah. opinion. But uh, yeah, Jalen and Shakira a couple of years ago yeah. just there tore was. the house down. They went full. They went full throttle and just. Of but course, you had. Shakira. I mean, and you had to do that because they were in Miami. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. had to do that. They were like you had to, and so for me, it, it's up. It's understandably like it's coastal significance as well, right? If it if if it's in the east. It's in Miami. Yeah, you better have fucking Shakira and J Lo, right? Yeah, do do that. You you're supposed to have them. If if it was in in the West Coast, 
Yeah, you bet. And it's in Oakland. Yeah, you better have freaking Dre. You better have, you know, the old hip hop has to do it. If it was New York, if it was New York, I better have Wu-Tang in that bitch. <laughs> it's never going to happen. <laughs> but I, I want Wu-Tang in that. <laughs> it's never going to happen. What they, what they bust out for Arizona next year. I yeah. do know that um, the Super Bowl halftime show that I, the Super Bowl that I attended, which was uh, in Arizona back in like 2007, which was the Patriots undefeated Patriots versus the Giants. I was oh. at that game. Um, oh, man. The last minute um, halftime uh, entertainment was Tom Petty, the heartbreakers, which oh. were, which were amazing. It was supposed to be the Eagles. Um, so it's a possibility that uh, maybe they'll do the Eagles for Arizona next year. And then who knows what they'll do for Vegas in two years and then back in New Orleans in three years in 2024. Mm -hmm. uh, not only is the halftime show um, a great part of the Super Bowl traditions, but it's also the commercials. And I think the last couple of years, they've kind of made a comeback. I know a lot of stuff goes online before the Super Bowl yep. even airs. And I think a lot of it has to do with people switching to streaming and they need to get the commercials out there. Yep. Um, what was what was your favorite commercial? I watched it on terrestrial TV. What was your favorite commercial? My uh there were a couple that I actually enjoyed, but my favorite commercial that wasn't like a trailer trailer was it had to be for, for me, it had to be Arnie and, and Selma as as Zeus and Hera. Because it was like like, oh, we're gonna retire. Where the fucking Palm Springs? There were not one, not two, but three separate Coachella Valley references made on NBC. On mm -hmm. Sunday night, of course. Congratulations yeah. to the young lady. I don't have her name from Indio, oh, yeah, yeah. who Indio. was the ball girl who ran the ball yep. onto the field. She was the Good official Play Good 60 her. ambassador for mm -hmm. the NFL. Um, she lives right here in Indio. And Al Michaels mm -hmm. said Indio, California, like mm -hmm. JR said in the commercials. Uh, both Arnold and Selma Hayek did a commercial for BMW that was yeah. blatantly shot in Palm Springs. They drove up and down an empty Palm Canyon. Yeah, which they had to have been shot. They shut it down. They shut it down. And then they the did. third one was during their Olympics coverage. They actually, there was a, uh, a girl that was a bobsledder, I believe. And they went live to a family in Rancho Mirage. And there it said Rancho Mirage, California. So yeah. pretty cool for NBC to not just generically say, oh, the Palm Springs area. When Arnold and Selma were in Palm Springs, they were in Palm Springs mm -hmm. uh, driving down Palm Canyon. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, did you have another one or? Uh, there were, I mean, we're going to be going through a couple of them right now, but for, for me, I think one that actually, uh, not non-trailer. Do you have a non-trailer one? Cause I, I have a non-trailer one. I mean, there was, or there was a bunch of stuff that I saw already. I would say for me, just from like a linguistic standpoint, the seashell one, right. With, with Zendaya, how a commercial would just, just continually have a whole freaking commercial like trying to rhyme seashells and with the s right like just alliteration constantly like oh that's, that's pretty fucking impressive um i have to say one? my favorite though in a minute go ahead go ahead my favorite one was and i don't even know what they were selling i to this day do not know what they were selling no. was the dr evil making his return yeah and the interaction they had um rob Lowe yeah. back to play Young number two, um, yeah. they had uh, they had uh, Mike Myers back playing Doctor Evil. They had the mm -hmm. woman back playing Frau, and they had mm -hmm. um, uh, what's his name playing uh, uh, Scotty. 
Blaine yeah, Scott. It's, uh, oh, I forgot his name, man. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was so funny and just yeah. perfectly quippy. And, you know, I'm glad they didn't add Austin Powers to it. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, they didn't have Vern Troyer, who, who's since passed on since the last Austin Powers movie was made. But mm-hmm. it was great. It was just a, a, a nice nod to the old movies. And mm-hmm. it was simple. It wasn't over the top. It was funny and poignant. And I, I laughed. My, my yeah. dad laughed. Yeah. And it was the yeah. second funniest thing of the night. My dad yeah. trying to, to, as they say, crip walk like Snoop Dogg was hilarious. It was so funny. Um, oh, God. Anyone who has ever seen, go watch this movie. Go watch. Um, um, it's not Get Shorty. It's the sequel. Um, oh, uh I forgot what it's called. I've seen that movie too. Go see yeah. Getting Shorty, by the way. Mm. Anyways, there's a sequel to it, and and Vince Vaughn plays a character who's basically a pimp, and it's it's hysterical. And The Rock is in is one of the early movies that The Rock did, and um, the interaction mm-hmm. between Vince Vaughn and Dwayne Johnson is hysterical. And Rock plays a gay guy, and there's just this part where. Vince Vaughn's character is going easy and he's doing like this like little dance and my dad loves that movie and he he thinks Vince Vaughn is hysterical and so there was one time he was playing in a golf tournament and he did the easy dance it was just, it was just funny so that's what he was doing he was doing his Vince Vaughn dance uh during the halftime show trying to dance to Snoop Dogg it was funny um but when it comes to Super Bowl uh commercials yes the Doritos and Bud Lights of the world are funny and yeah. entertaining and poignant, but so this gives an opportunity for movies uh, studios to get those big summer blockbuster trailers out there. And we saw some good ones. Jr. Jordan Peele's new trailer came out. I actually thought it was fake trailer. I thought it was going to be something yeah. for like freaking something else. Yeah, something else. And it's called yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I don't. It I don't looks good. I don't know if it's initially it, called Nope. By the way, I think it's actually just—I think it's actually N O P E. I think it's like not of planet Earth. I think is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It, it, yeah, it just—I uh, don't know why I, I'm. I, I don't know. I enjoy. I yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed Jordan Peele's uh, directorial stuff. Right. Really good, really like okay. Trying to at least do something within within uh, basically trying to expand black cinema, right? Yeah. Specifically, just black cinema, right? Because a lot of a lot of the times that he actually said before is that a lot of the tropes that, and a lot of the things that you know black cinema falls into is like always going to be heavily on like you know slavery, is yeah. always going to be heavily on like you know sins of the past. Well, he just wants to do like just let's just have black actors do like just weird fucking you know just go out there and do other things. Right, and so they're gonna have an extra an extraterrestrial possibly cinema film with you know you know black actors. Great, I'm all for that. My, I can't see my problem with this thing, but I think it's a little nitpick for me. I don't know why, man. But when um when the, when Kiki when Kiki right when she was acting right, particularly the first two scenes, I don't know why, but like the type of dialogue, not the type, but like the way she projected her voice, always felt very theater esque, right? Yeah. In the same way, and it's in the same vein for me of like you know when when people have that very like upstanding you know white man voice right and they talk like this and they have to look, also like it's that the type of like dialogue that she that she uh, 
or the type of cadence that she had throughout the the first portion of the film or the first portion of the of the of the trailer it's like you know this reminds you of like you know early 70s 80s you know black actors and actresses having that is projected cadence and voice i'm like i'm like you have her doing that but you have daniel in the back going yeah you know just like being like modern normal yeah. right not having to truly project I, I just like a weird pet peeve for me right right for her she was also in another she was also in another movie I forgot the I forgot the um I forgot the movie was the name of it where she where it was based on true events where she or she escaped a uh, it looked like a um a uh, uh a slavery uh facility no a um what are they called oh my god I'm fucking where she escaped her ma- her slave masters it looked like it was back in the, it looked like it was you know early like pre civil war or during civil war but then you know she escapes the forest and then you know out comes a truck. Was but it was us? based on mm-mm. no 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 it's a new movie it's a new movie that's gonna come out it's based on it's based on uh it, it's based on uh true events from from what the uh, movie said yeah. but it's with her it's with kiki as well <clears throat> right she looks right on that too though so i just like i don't know the pro- the projection of or the the cadence of this particular theater voice always like ah like you can do so much more you can do so much you don't need to have this fake you know, in my essence, or in in my comparisons, this white man voice, or, you know, this this weird, very prim and proper voice. And so I'm like, eh, whatever. But yeah, uh, that was fine. Uh, I'm saw Stephen Wen. He looked good too. All right, cool. Yeah, we finally got Stephen Wen, who who honestly should be in more stuff. That yep. For those who know Stephen Wen, he was in he was in um he was in Walking Dead. He was currently nominated for he was nominated for an an Oscar, I think, or he's nominated for a Globe. Uh, for, I forgot which movie he did, but yeah, he's great. He's been he's been great work uh, ever since he left Walking Dead. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, man. How about you? Um, obviously, um, I was a little disappointed. I missed the Doctor Strange trailer. Hmm. Um, I'm sitting there late in the uh, the third quarter, going, "Where the hell is Marvel Studios going to drop this trailer?" We had already seen the Moon Knight trailer, which was which was really cool. We could finally get mm-hmm. to see a full yeah. frontal of the the, the costume and Doctor Isaac, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had to jump onto YouTube, found mm-hmm. it that it aired during the pregame, mm-hmm. um, and so I watched that. It was oh my gosh, just like I'm, I'm good, uh, look good, yeah, look good. Um, I will say this: I'm looking at the time and. Uh, I think we're going to have to bump Book of Boba Fett to its own show. That's um, um, as we're looking at the time, because I, I want to talk this, this, these, there's three things I, w- I want to talk about. So for those of you tuning in, um, we're going to, we're going to bump that to its own show. We'll, we'll, we'll bang out a Book of Boba Fett review. Um, but, oh my gosh, Dr. Strange. And I know you've got a, a, a gripe about it, mm-hmm. but I'm watching it. I'm. I'm. This has just got Sam Raimi written all over it, and I love it. And yeah. I'm. I'm bummed. Yeah, it does. I'm bummed that the guy who was supposed to do it originally, yeah, yeah. didn't get to finish. He finished this this series because mm-hmm. I think he had a lot of great ideas that he cranked up, yep. but he wanted to go darker. Yeah, Sam Raimi is a dark, crazy person, mm-hmm. but. The guy who originally wanted to direct this movie, or who was set to direct this movie, um, wanted to go darker and and wanted to make a horror movie. 
and Kevin Feige just wanted to make a scary movie. Yeah. Um, and there is a difference. And um, Sam Raimi, I think, found the happy medium. And I think that the the director uh, who was originally supposed to do it, again, I apologize, I don't know his name, has come out and said, like, the, the, I, you can't deny the master. Sam Raimi is very good at what he does, and I think he hit a home run. But the moment that Stephen Strange walks into that that throne room, so to speak, hmm. and you hear the undeniable voice of one Sir Patrick Stewart. And you know, if it's a Marvel movie and it has to do with the potential of the Illuminati, um, you know, it is the one, the only professor Charles Xavier, AKA professor X. Mm -hmm. Um, I geeked. I was, I was screaming. I was yelling. I was like, the Illuminati is here. I sounded like a crazy person because that's what crazy people do is Illuminati, but they didn't know the context. Mm. Um, in a couple of spoiler breakdowns of the trailer, mm. um, people have pointed out that the Illuminati are not your traditional Illuminati. Now, for those of you yeah. who don't know, your traditional Illuminati is Tony Stark, Black Bolt, Namor the Submariner, yep. Stephen Strange, Reed Richards, and... Charles Xavier, pretty much the yeah. smartest people in the Marvel comic book universe. Mm -hmm. um, it is not going to be that group. No. Um, it is hinted at that um, Charles Xavier is, is, is a part of this group. Um, Eric Killmonger that we know from the What If series. So we're talking mm -hmm. about Ultron uh killmonger the guy who you know the the what are the infinity killmonger yeah um uh, captain uh, captain britain aka peggy carter yep um potentially captain marvel potentially baron mordo and um and like i said charles xavier now there is rumors that people broke down and saw if you zoom in that they saw a fantastic four logo that actually has come out and it's actually eric killmonger and it's his necklace that he's wearing around his neck. Um, and that uh, we get a version of Captain Marvel. Now, we don't know. We don't know yet if it's Carol Danvers or if it's um, Monica, not Monica Rambeau, but um, uh, the, the, the mother. Oh, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we don't know which version of Captain Marvel is because, again, we're dealing with the multiverse. There's also rumored that it, it that the, because we see a, a quote unquote Captain Marvel esque character blasting through the sky fighting yep. america chavez um that there is a possibility that it's not captain marvel yeah but it's a new character fighting um america chavez that's a male character and that yeah. it is nova Hopefully. Um, but uh i also think that nova is going to possibly make his debut in guardians of the galaxy volume three no. but jr this this trailer was just a lot it was good yeah, it was. Uh, I thought too when the initial like the, the four robots, right? Yes. Was, that was taking Strange into the into that processing room. We'll just say, right? I thought that was Nova Force for, no, for a split second. They're, they're Ultron. For, ones. Yeah, they're for a split second. I thought that was Nova Force just for a split second. I'm like, wait, no, okay, no, no, they're different, right? But like everything screamed that though. 
for me. I'm like, oh, this might be, you know, Nova Force or anything. But looking throughout the whole film, you see this, uh, you see a lot of callbacks too. Specifically when, like, when when Scream is when when Strange is screaming through the through the span, right? And you have his face becoming like just not just figured, but like just constantly like in micro. Like that's a callback to so many things. I think he he himself has done that. But also, I'm thinking of fucking House of M. House of M. The the cover, the the Wanda cover, which is yeah. Oh. With Wanda, and so you have Wanda there, so there's a possibility that you know we're gonna have a possible, you know, um, you know, let there be mutants moment, you know, or or some shit like that. Like everything else too of the of the of the trailer looked really freaking good. I thought Noel was coming for a damn second, seriously. For yeah, all for, bets are off at this point. For, for at the uh, for those who caught it at the end of the uh, at the near the end of the uh, the trailer where oh, where yeah. it was. Where it was either strange or I guess supreme strange, right? Uh, took in these, uh, <laughs> these, what is the, oh my god, what's the, what's the Harry Potter version like the Death Eaters? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> coming into itself. I thought, I thought that was Null for a hot damn second. Like, oh, is that fucking Null? No, that's, that's strange, where I reckon, you know, you know who it looked like too. Now that I think about it, yeah, Mr. Sinister, yeah, yeah, I agree. It would be weird for him to be there too, specifically, yeah. but like, I. I, I'm hoping that Sinister is gonna inevitably make a uh, make an appearance sometime in the, sometime in the upcoming future. Man, it looked good. The only thing I I I didn't like, and you and I've told this pre uh, pre stream, is <clears throat> is America Chavez looked bad, really bad. Like the shot that she was in, right? This the whole the whole thing was the whole. Uh, uh, the whole trailer was beautifully done. I gotta say, it looked really good. Looked, looked super cinematic. And you have this out of nowhere, just taking out of the fucking shot of this horrid, like you know, Superman punch through the air, zoom a close up camera on her face, you know, slow mo looking like it's fucking out of fucking Marvel, uh, Netflix, uh, Iron Fist shit. I'm like, dude, like this is so like, it, like where's the, what happened to the budget there? Like seriously, what happened to the budget, man? And again, not to take anything away from the girl who's uh, who is Mexican American, great for her. But what have you said before, though? America Chavez is Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. She's uh, she's Puerto Rican. She's uh, she's from New York. She has slang. And, and for a for a company that's been so consistently talking about proper representation, proper representation i mean i mean fuck we've got a we've got a uh, a girl who was casted uh to be who is a deaf uh who is deaf who's mute who uh, who has one leg and um and um help me out here uh, that's your name but be but no not hawkeye but what's her name the girl echo um I uh, echo yeah name. yeah her, her name is too like her is that right that specific but you get like you you couldn't find a Puerto Rican girl from New York, like that's not how hard is that? You couldn't find a theater kid from uh from that's gonna be like somewhere in the Bronx, somewhere in somewhere out there in Brooklyn. Like are you are you freaking serious? And again, people are gonna just constantly say like, oh, you know, as long as you have this, you have a shot. No, man, this is what you guys wanted. You wanted proper representation the same way I fucking wanted proper representation when you had Asian when you had Asian characters. Like do your shit, and this and that's the thing that's like. When you when you want a certain pinnacle or like when you want a certain standard and you and demand that standard on other people, you better damn sure make it that you are then setting your own standard then that you or yourself are upholding that standard, right? Like because 
if you if you set this fucking standard for other people to walk, but you don't do it yourself, like you look like a you look like a fucking fool. And that was it to me. I'm not, you know, I, I can definitely be wrong about this. I could definitely see if she's a great actress. She's super young, so I understand why they got her to, you know, because they're expecting her to play America for the next 10 plus years and everything. <clears throat> but overall, man, it's just like the the first interpretation of her or the first, you know, uh the first I guess my first uh, impression of her is not on a good foot. Granted, I'm hoping they, you know, maybe release another trailer where she's, you know, actually acting and not in these fight scenes where she hasn't really been any type of fight scenes before. Yeah. So there's that, man. But it's just, it's not out of, out of a trailer that looked really great from, you know, that had to do with multiple universes. She was the thing that was out of place for me. <laughs> that's just weird to me, dude. Like she was the one that's out of place. And this is. And again, I wanted to talk about other stuff too, about like just like you know, proper representation, right? But not just that. But I have this weird inkling feeling that I don't know why that's come that has come to be. But Marvel and I've, and we talked about this before the stream. But I feel like Marvel is doing their damnedest to really to really lessen or or to really diminish their male heroes, and and just to, just for male just for women heroes to be propped up higher. I don't know where the fuck this is coming from, and it feels like. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, you know, just being batshit right now. But, like, it just feels like for me, dude, like, it's, like, okay, all, like, all of the, most of the major cast, right, is gone or dead, right? Yeah. In, 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 uh, in comic terms, in Marvel terms, right? Tony's dead. Uh, Steve is, de is, Steve is aged up and he's gone. He's on the moon. Hulk is, Hulk is depowered, generally. You know, he still, he has, still has his arm in a cast and he's depowered. <clears throat> um, Hawkeye's retired, right? Uh, who else? Uh, granted, Thor, the, Thor's the, off world. Um, Thor's off world, but he's gonna initially get. A, get he's initially gonna get a, uh, gonna get a nerf because you're gonna have. You're gonna give the hammer to to Jane Foster, which yeah. is Stanley Portman. <clears throat> and then we also we're having no Black Panther because sadly, you know, real life events. Yeah. But no. Uh, the only possible good things that happened from that was that one. You know, we have we have a. Uh, we have a new uh, we have new Captain America, but he's depowered. He's he's human, right? He's supposed yeah. to be a symbol. But like I had this weird inkling feeling like they're that that Marvel as of late is really trying to do their damnedest to like really prop up that oh, you know, women are more superior in this sense for me. Because like just with the more recent I I I've fucking ranted to you this you know before show, man. Just from the recent showings of Marvel, man. Like what? Okay, I I want to say great things about. And I have said great things about uh, about Shang Chi, but let's let's make this me. Let's let's make this be fucking clear, dude. Shang Chi for me wasn't the main character of the fucking film. It was no, his dad and his dad mom, was. his mom and his dad. But also that his sister had a better showing than Shang Chi actually did. Like it, it showed that, like his sister was not trained from it. Was not given this special training from from her dad. She had to learn all this shit all by herself, escaped her dad as well, and then build an empire despite him. They they are it seems like what? every cent every everything or it seemed what? like ever what? since the announcement of Captain Marvel. It, it, that the my... focus has been yeah. on, as you like to put it, um debuffing or buffing yeah. the or yeah, debuffing the yeah. the male superheroes and or yeah. over buffing. Captain Marvel. Um, it's, 
it's it's this weird thing for me because I understand that you need proper representation, but it's it's a it's a weird pill to fucking swallow when your when your idea of proper representation is to then make it so that your your male heroes are less and then your women and your female heroes are more than because you need to compare the fucking two. Yeah. Here's the thing about that: the only person that Chang she compared to was fucking Aquafina's character. That was the weirdest fucking thing for me. Like they're like he does not compare to his sister. He doesn't. He doesn't own an empire. He doesn't. He's gonna be asking her for money. He, what the fuck did he do? Possibly kill a guy and then you fucked up for a good eight years of his life, doing fucking odd jobs, going to school. Yeah. Like what the fuck was it? And you going to karaoke? Like what kind of fucking horrible <laughs> Asian trope is that bullshit, dude? And you sticking with the girl who's the who. Who is the equivalent of a fucking joke character, or not joke character, but the the comedic effect character? She's the comedic, yeah, her, the comedic. And she and he's equal to her. He's equal to that character. That shouldn't be the fucking case. He's supposed to be a fucking superhero. Going that too, going to Eternals, and I'm pretty sure we had a conversation about Eternals. The only Asian guy in the fucking film died protecting a white woman. He was there for 10 minutes max, had maybe three or four scene, dialogue scenes, and was fucking killed off. The only strong male character in that scene in the movie was killed off in the first five minutes of actual scenes. And it, it, I can't help but shake this notion of the reason why they do it because they had an Asian main, they had an Asian director, and it, it, it's like. Like, and so the main character is is fucking is, is supposed to be what's your name, the uh, uh, I forgot her name. Gemma Chan. Other, uh, Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan's character, really? Because she can fucking, <laughs> she she can turn shit to gold. Like, really? The fuck? Like, bro, it's it's for me, man. I understand people on proper representation. Proper representation, proper representation. Like, oh no, you have to understand that, and you have to be all strong females. But this goes back to my further point. If you guys been listening about Asian fetishism, you want our women and not our men. That's how it's always fucking been for me, dude. Like, you want our women because they look great, but that also goes into a history of of Asian fetishism for women. Our men can go fucking die and, and like go fucking fall off a cliff, man. But oh, give me a chance, fucking hot. Aquafina, Aquafina is the quirky girl that's going to be the it girl, right? And you know, Simon Lou, he's there, cool, but you know, he's on equal footing with Aquafina. Oh, you love uh, uh we love your your old every guy, every strong guy in in uh, every strong Asian male in Shangxi died. <laughs> Just think of that. Aside from uh, aside from Wong, right? Okay. Because he, he was barely in there. Aside from Wong, he was only there for like five minutes tops, right? But every Asian male, but every Asian male in that film, aside from Simu, died. What the fuck does that tell you? What does that tell me? What's that supposed to tell my kid, like the kids, man? Oh, you'll be this. Oh, but you, you know, freaking Simu lived. Oh, Shang Chi lived. Oh yeah, some dude who's gonna fucking just go do nothing and possibly, you know, go do a uh, go freaking um, valet cars for a living again, while his badass sister is running an empire. And I, I I get it, dude. I get it that our women are hot, and they're more attractive, and they're the ones that should be the face. But yeah. that's leaving the but that's already leaving the back end for men, for the Asian men who already have this horrible trope of like being submissive, of being of being not uh not masculine, of having small dicks, of of not being uh, of not being um you know attractive to females. 
uh, to Western to Western females and all that shit. Like that just further prolongs the shit of how much you want our women more than our men, and that is not representation in my eyes. That you want you want all the good, which is mainly the women, from from your standpoint, and not everything else. And that just that shit bugs the fuck out of me, dude. And I'm wondering if some go best just to to put a a little conspiracy theory out there on um on the um on and it kind of ties into what Jared is talking about to talk about uh, the Eternals. Gemma Chan, big actress, she's not like mega star like you know uh, Angelina Jolie was, um, but. I was watching the first half of Assembled, um, which is the the making of documentary series that Disney Plus puts out on the different Marvel stuff. Mm. And they released today, as to be expected, with about five weeks to go until we get uh, Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, they released Hawkeye last week. They released uh, uh, Eternals this week of Assembled. Uh, they talk about it in it, and it's and it's just a throwaway comment. They talk about how Gemma Chan did not show up for Comic Con. She was the only main character who did not show up for Comic Con uh, when they made the announcement in 2019. So I'm wondering if um, Chloe Zhao, the director, and and her writing staff, and Gemma said, "Hey, listen." I'm a big star. I did freaking uh, crazy, crazy rich Asians. You know, I'm this. I've done this Marvel thing before. Let's just make me the big deal. Um, and I'm wondering if they they did. Maybe it's a little uh, screen jealousy, so to speak. Because I never understood. Um, you can sit there and you can and explain it to me till you're blue in the face. Um, Gilgamesh, the character of Gilgamesh, uh, really makes no sense to be killed off. Historically, um, the historically the or oh, in comic wise, the strongest uh, the strongest eternal died, died instantly. And not only that, but the third they, or fourth strongest eternal was going to be seen as the bad guy. All for and not only that, again with Eternals, every male in that film, right? Nearly every male in that film was seen as, as weaker, but not in not in uh, uh, not in greatness in comparison to their female counterparts. No, you're right. Gemma Chan was the lead character. Selma Hayek was the leader of the uh, of the yeah. Eternals. Selma or uh, uh, Athena, who is bipolar, mm -hmm. uh, played by Angelina Jolie, is still considered to be uh, she one of the top billion actresses in the show in the movie. Yeah. But the character had a major storyline yeah. um, that people argued was the reason why Gilgamesh died. Yeah. Um Sprite is is a massive character. She wants to be her I want to be a real boy. I want to be a real girl. Mm -hmm. Um and then you have um um uh, the 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 uh, pardon me the, the young lady who plays the 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 deaf character is oh, also she was awesome. She, she was, was great. Awesome. She, she was, was absolutely great. great. Um mm -hmm. but you're right there is there's food for thought when it comes to uh, JR's uh, theory about, especially for Eternals, that they they did they kind of nerfed the guys and overbuffed the girls, and I have nothing wrong with that. By the way, it's, I have nothing like, wrong with it. Um, but Gemma Chan, I think, was no. again. I, I don't know. Having rewatched it and then rewatching this making of, 
what was her point? Exactly. What was, she does other alchemy. Than, she does other cool. Than this, JR, is in the long run, they used her to push Icarus, but at the same mm -hmm. time, um, they pushed uh, um, uh, Black Knight. What's his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John, I'm gonna uh, say John Snow because with, yeah. with, um, Dane Whitman, Dane, Dane, yeah, Dane, Dane Whitman, yeah, Dane Whitman, Dane, yeah. So at least that, that that's the thing is they, they used her to push those yeah. two characters obviously separately. But yeah. you think about it across the board though is the the males were sacrificed to make the females better. Icarus needed to be hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Spoiler alert, they needed Selma Hayek to make Icarus the villain. Yeah. They needed um pretty much everybody else to make Sprite a little twerp um yeah. in the end but then at the same time at the end she she comes around and yeah. um, she gets her own little storyline. But yeah, they they all the women needed the men and then they just kind of brushed them off and became the bigger star but uh, so yeah, there's some there's some food for thought on on it's, that theory, Jr. And it's, and yeah, it's dude again, like it's it's this stupid. No, I don't particularly care of like how things played out with them, but again, this engaging thought of like I understand that you want to depower or that you want to make you want to you know prop up to, you know women superheroes, right? But in but when you find this in, in the in the lens of like understanding, for me, we barely have Asian stars to begin with. Period. Barely yeah. any Asian stars, and most of the Asian stars are women anyway. Yeah, you know, and that you and not from that standpoint as well. You want them more so than the males, and if the males are there, you kill them off, or they're weak, or they're super weak. Like, like already as a minority, right? Already as a minority, even though there were, even though Asians are seen as the quote unquote, you know, uh, fucking ideal or you know, ide the ideal minority bullshit, right? We have this huge thing of like not showcasing strength in Asian men, right? And they've somewhat they've somewhat tried to do that with Simu with with Shang Chi, but he falls on flat on his fucking face the majority of times because he's running from the fact that his father wants to help, wants uh, that his father is in mourning, that his father wants to truly you know you know seek his wife, and what does Simu do? Run from his fucking problems. Yeah. And goes to karaoke bars. <laughs> and what what does that tell? What does that, what does that tell Asian kids, man? Seriously. And, and so all this bullshit I hear about that, man. I get it. You want to you want to prop up women to be strong, cool. But is that? But do you do that in disparity of of men who are barely or minority men who are minorities who are barely seen to begin with? What would you fucking say if that in order for them in order for people to to truly see the strength of black women, they took down Black Panther. They're not just any Black Panther, but they took down our late great. If he was alive today, and they just fucking depowered him, how is yeah. that gonna fucking look like? Again, there's a whole, there's a whole. Yeah, you could get into a whole uh, discussion about. I, I agree. I, I totally agree with you on the on this topic. And let us know in the comments below about what you think. About the, the the Doctor Strange trailer. Also, another trailer came out, uh, but it actually came out before the Super Bowl was Jurassic Park Dominion. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, starring Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Samuel, Jeff Goldblum, and Laura Dern. It's theater, theaters in, on June 10th, 2022. Finally, going to get this movie to come out. My son is over the moon with this. He couldn't he, he, he couldn't wait. He is uh, obsessed, like any boy, obsessed with dinosaurs. He's obsessed with the Jurassic World series. And he is sad to, to see it will come to its uh, triumphant conclusion. It will not only put a bookend uh, on the entire Jurassic series, but it also will close out the Jurassic World series um, and, of course, the predecessor Jurassic Park series. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed that. Um, there was, uh, to close it out, um, and again, um, Book of Boba Fett was going to be a, a part of this episode, but I just yep. think that we're trying to keep this these these episodes kind of tight for you guys. Yeah, we will do some more longer ones um, as we get into like a a, a massive topic, um, mm-hmm. and when when we can record on the weekends too. Yeah. Um, but I like these tight one hour shows, um, and you guys seem to be liking it better on the streaming platforms. Um, one thing that did get missed from the notes, Jr. and and uh, I want to get your your quick thoughts on this. Um, is the new uh, Lord of the Rings show oh, yeah. coming to That's Amazon right. Prime? That's right. Um, power, for those of you uh, wondering, Rings of Power. Rings of Power. What is this? What? Why do we need more to the Lord of the Rings? Where does this fit in the over, the overarching, the overarching uh, Hobbit universe, the Tolkien verse? I guess you'd say. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'll answer it. This is not a completely. This is not a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for all intents and purposes prequel. a prequel. Yeah. Um, this happens thousands of years prior to the events of The Hobbit. Um, and it says in the trailer before the fellowship, before um the uh the ring, before um the the king, all that stuff, there was um the power of the rings of power. And that's what they're going to discuss. They're going to talk about you. They, they mention it at the, in the very first moments of Lord of the Rings, fellowship of the Rings, um, where they talk about the creation of the power of the, of the, of, was it not the 10 rings, but whatever it was, the, the, the creation of the rings handed out to the different tribes. And then of course there was just the one ring mm-hmm. uh, at the end, of course, which was again, spoiler alert, destroyed in uh, return of the King. Uh, but it looks great. There's some, Solid callbacks to to past characters. Uh, now, are you a, a fan of the Lord of the Rings Hobbit series? Or yeah, I mean, I could. I'm not a. I'm a. I'm not a huge huge fan per se. I mean, I I love reading Tolkien's work. Tolkien's great, He's writer. like great, amazing fucking writer. I he, like you. You look at him. I look at him the same way people look at you. Uh, you people should look at Shakespeare type of thing, right? Because there was a is a genre which he fleshed the fuck out and not only that but everything that had to do with middle earth or any type of like uh any type of like any type of fantasy genre is seen through his lens so yeah that's how big he is and granted with that watching the the films as a huge 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 task to do so for for me the hobbit the hobbit trilogies uh was pretty uh was lesser in my view right in comparison to the original yeah. uh, lord of the rings trilogy i'm all for i'm all for this prequel man i'm all for this prequel um it's looking like i don't know if it's a seasonal thing or maybe it's a full movie type of thing no it's a series it is the series. most expensive television series ever made well, 
um, though Amazon will not release the uh, exact is, numbers, but I'm pretty sure that is why my Amazon Prime membership is going to go up in July. Yep. yep. Um, Which but, is I'm I'm fine with. Like, cool. That means it's yeah. going to be. I mean, Amazon has been shelling out money anyway for 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 anyone who wants to you know make create on Amazon. Yeah. for for tv shows and, and movies so i'm cool with that man just yeah like if it's again the same team right if it's uh, is, is it the same director i forgot his name no it is not um it is not um legendary it's not yeah. oh my gosh i just i, I just had his name p peter, peter jackson peter, peter jackson, peter jackson. Peter jackson. not peter jackson yeah. um it's an original script though it is said that this is based on uh journals uh by tolkien this yep. is for all intents and purposes original script. Uh, should be it should be a lot of fun. We will try and post the trailer on our Facebook page, uh, as well as some of our other social media accounts. Um, and again, I apologize. We were going to do Book of Boba Fett, but I just I kept looking at the time, and we we got some great time. I knew that Jr. wanted to get his his rant in, and I wanted that to get in. But we will talk about Book of Boba Fett. Maybe we can get a show in this weekend, and we will break it down. We're not going to go. Yeah frame by frame, scene by scene, but we were going to break down um, the final three episodes were probably the best three episodes of Book of Boba Fett um, and, and a great season finale. Yep. Uh, still no word yet if there's going to be a season two or if they're going to bring um, any of the characters back. We won't spoil anything uh, yeah. beyond that until we get to our review. Um, anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, one last thing just to piss you the hell off. Ruh roll. So 360 oh. spinner blast. Oh, sweet Jesus. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in the book blast. of Boba Fett. Um, by the way, guys, if you didn't notice before, and I'll throw it up one more time as we wrap things up. Um, right below us is going to be, thanks to Chick uh, mm -hmm. from Comics Island, she puts out the new release, uh, uh, kind of a new release sheet every single Wednesday morning. Um, she gives us a text blast. Uh, every morning, along with the the the, um, the double ups, the Q double ups, um, I'm going to try to cut, copy, and paste the new releases every single week and put them in the in the scroll below us when we do an episode. I really do kind of like being back doing some stuff on Wednesday night. Maybe we'll do that. We'll we'll yeah. we'll do that as our night when when um yeah uh, when Moon Knight comes out. Maybe we'll do a Mon uh, do a, a Wednesday night episode. Yep. Um, and then we'll do like our main show Friday or Saturday or something like that. But I want to promote, like I said, we are a comic book show and I want to talk about the comic books. So right there, guys below, you'll see throughout the episode, I'll make a bigger, a, a better point of that, that we will have the new releases out for this week on the bottom. I did not get the independent books in there. I'm sorry. I know some of you guys are not DC and Marvel fans. You're like the independent books. Um, but I did not get it. I just ran out of room. Um, hmm. But I'll 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 call it out right now, just so you guys will know um, what's coming out this week, independent wise. Let me get the sheet out here. Um, a, Apache Delivery Service number two, Aerosmith two, Barbara uh, Barbarella number seven, Blade Runner Origins number nine, Bolero number two, Berserker seven, Buckethead two, Deadly That's Class right. fifty one, Department of Truth sixteen. Girl Scout Stone Ghost 4, Gunslinger Spawn 5, Heathen Vault Reserved Edition 1, Heavy Metal Drummer 1, House of Slaughter 5, Philadelphia 19, mm -hmm. Killer Affair of State 1, Monstrous 37, Oblivion Song, Oblivion Song by Kurtman and DeFelci. De, 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 
The Phil Shooters. Uh, yeah, number 35, yeah. Radio Apocalypse 2, Red Sonia 6, Rise of Dracula 3, Rush 4, Saga 56, second book back since the relaunch of mm-hmm. Saga. Star Wars High Republic number 13, Step by Blood Step number 1. It's a new pre-order uh, available online. Go to comicasislandpalmdesert.com. Uh, Supermassive One Shot, TMNT, The Last Ronin, 15th print. Oh, I'm sorry. TMNT, the last Ronin, number one, fifth printing. TMNT, the last Ronin, number two, fourth printing. Two Moons, number 10, Usagi, uh, Yojimbo, Lone Goat, and Kid, number two, Vampirella, Unholy, number three. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, www.comicasylumpalmdesert.com, where you can search out your local comic book store wherever you may be here in the Coachella Valley. We have Cellar and Desert Oasis. Um, So, yeah. We'll, we'll put that out there. And of course, don't forget, guys, you can follow JR at also not JR Comics 42. You can find us on all social media platforms, myself at Voice of Reason 23. PS Comics, I love you on Facebook and Instagram. PS Comics, I love the letter U on Twitter. YouTube, PS Comics, I love you. Twitch.tv slash PS Comics, I love you. And of course, where all podcasts can be downloaded Google, Apple, Amazon Music. Spotify, Anchor.fm, and iHeartRadio. Um, mm. And, of course, you can email us at you at gmail.com. A uh, lot of new stuff in your future, like JR mentioned. Yep. There's a good chance if you uh, subscribe uh, to our Twitch.tv channel, you will catch JR popping on at like 3 o'clock in the morning playing a little uh, cyberpunk, cyberpunk yep. and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, guys, thank you so much. And uh, again, I know, I know a lot of you guys have been coming and going throughout the night, and I really listen to, uh, appreciate it. If you want, this will be available to be archived on YouTube uh, tomorrow, and we'll get the audio up probably in the next couple of days if you're uh, watching and you want to take us on the road. Okay. Um, so, yeah, as always, be, uh, be nice to your fellow humans. Uh, wear your damn mask. I don't care what the mandate said today. Um, be smart. Yeah. Wear the wear the mask just a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, and I've always, sir. Peace. Peace. In broadcast. <laughs>